Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I feel like right now there's a lot of talk about careers and what's going on with the job market and how do I, you know, ask for more money because inflation is high and there's all these other factors going on. Or maybe I'm just underpaid and I know I should be paid more for what I do. And I think a lot of times we get in our own way and in our own heads thinking about how we should approach this. So joining me today. One of my favorite people, Mandy Woodruff Santos. She is just killing it when it comes to career advice. Uh, If you don't know, she goes by Mandy Money. She's a co-host of Brown Ambition Podcast and also the founder (laughs) of Mandy Money Maker. So Mandy, how's it going today? Hey, Chris. It's such a pleasure to be back. Thanks for having me. We are in such an interesting moment right now with the economy and these questions are more relevant than ever. So I'm ready to get into it. People got to know. Yeah. I got this question in from Stephanie. She actually reached out to me on Instagram. So anyone listening, you can always do that. Send me a question if you got one on your mind. Let's hear what you wanted to know. Hi, Chris. I think that if there's one thing I'd be interested in hearing more about, it would be how to ask for a raise. So, you know, killing it at a job. How do you actually use language to build a case for yourself to get more money out of the company that you're working for? I know earlier in the podcast, you talked about how to negotiate once you've been given a job offer. But now, how do you go into that meeting prepared and ready to win and asking for more revenue from your company? Thanks so much for all that you do. Mandy, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. How, how do you approach this? If you're in a job, you don't want to you know, ruin things, I'm sure. But you also know I got to get more money. Yeah. Like you said, inflation is at record, record highs. I mean, we're talking like the latest data was over 9% is how much of an increase common goods have. And depending on, you know, where you live and what your lifestyle is, that could that rate could be even higher. So to your point, like workers have, like, they're not just feeling like they need more money. It's like, no, I, I really need more money. Unfortunately, when you're going into a negotiation with your current employer, just saying things are more expensive for me right now is not necessarily going to move people to give a raise. Typically, you know, those types of adjustments when it comes to taking inflation into account and doing like company wide wage increases, those happen like once a year and companies do them company wide. They don't tend to do that on a one on one basis. Like it's not really fair, right? Because if inflation is impacting you, it's impacting all of your colleagues, right? I think for this year, what employees are looking at getting like a 4% wage increase. So 4% is a lot less than 9%. So clearly it's not going to be enough. So if you're someone who's like, I'm going to shoot my shot. I want to go in there and put my best foot forward asking for a raise. I would lead with the quality of your work and the impact of your work over the last, let's say you're having the conversation now mid-year over the last six months. You know, if it's been longer than that since you've had a raise over that same period of time. So I would really make a case for why has your work performance warranted a raise, pointing out if you've taken on any additional responsibilities, if the scope of your role has changed. As you know, with the great reshuffling or great resignation, a lot of folks, there's been a lot of turnover, right? So I think it's given people who have been, quote unquote, left behind after their colleagues have quit. Listen, it's fine to quit. I'm the queen of quitting myself. But (laughs) you do leave colleagues, you know, needing to cover for you sometimes. So if you're someone who's been taking on extra work because colleagues have left and you're helping bridge gaps before they hire, you know, a replacement, if at all, then you can also use that as part of your case for asking for a raise. But here is the key here. You have to be realistic. Realistically, in right now in our economy, you're seeing big companies, I mean, like Twitter, Redfin, you know, these big companies who are 
having layoffs, some are even having hiring freezes. And I believe if you're not seeing layoffs or hiring freezes, what a lot of companies are doing is kind of having a pause. Like, let's just pause on hiring and wage increases, cost of living adjustments. Um, let's have a pause on promotions, things like that, until we sort of see how the economy shakes out. If you're walking into your boss's office, I just want you to have that in the back of your mind because it, there could be a chance that it's out of their hands and they're like, look, they've put a hold on the budget that we thought we had for raises for now, but make the case anyway. I wouldn't wait. At least then you're letting them know that you think you're worth more and you can revisit that conversation down the line and at least you will have already started to make that case for yourself. Are there any things you should keep in mind when you're approaching your existing boss about a raise? Like, is there any, are there any things that you, some things that you definitely should do, or maybe some things you definitely shouldn't do in those situations? Right. I mean, I think you choose your timing wisely. So I think for some people, it's more difficult if there's not a pre-scheduled mid-year check-in. But that that being said, I mean, there's no rules. They want us to think that there's a rule. You can only get promoted mid-year, only get promoted at the annual review. No, 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 no. If you have another job offer, they can make stuff happen any old time during the year. All type of new rules open up then. (laughs) Yeah. I would say get some time on your manager's schedule come prepared. Don't come with like a vague ask like, oh, I just want to get paid more. Well, (laughs) how much more and why? Actually have those things written down. I've had career coaching clients of mine. We've worked on like a Google doc that they just kind of come with. And then I've had people I know who've done whole, like a whole PowerPoint slide, you know, have a deck, a couple of slides long, but really demonstrating like what has been the impact of you, of your work, on your team over that period of time. So because of this, we grew X percent. Because of this, we brought in X dollars more revenue. Because of actions I took, we prevented a loss of X, you know? So really demonstrating your impact is gonna be, you're honestly making it easier for them because anything that they're gonna, they're gonna have to make a case to their manager, to HR, whoever the ultimate gatekeepers are of compensation increases, they're going to have to make that case themselves. So if you can't convince them, you know, they're going to have a harder time convincing others. And no one toots our own horns better than we do at the end of the day, especially if your manager has multiple direct reports. Some managers just don't, again, they don't have the time to be like doing a study of individuals and like who's killing it. And, you know, you have to force them to look at it and going into that conversation with all those bullet points and data points ready for them, it's going to make your case all that much stronger. All the bosses I've worked for, whether good or bad, they always love when you take work off of their plate. So if you already did all yes. the background for them and they can just take whatever you gave them and use yep. that, they're like, okay, sure. That that, that makes it a much easier ask uh, than just saying, a lot easier know. to afford an email. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mandy, thank you so much for all this great advice. Before we get out of here, though, what's going on with you? Where can people go find out what you got going on? Go connect with you, find out more of all this this great career advice. Oh, of course. Yeah, you can find me at mandymoney.com. That's Mandy with an I. Check out my podcast, Brown Ambition, where we talk about career and wealth building. And if you want to apply, I'm doing a, I have a group coaching community called the Mandy Moneymakers, which is exclusively focused on what I call BIPOC baddies. So women of color specifically and helping them really accelerate their own career and their financial growth. And Mandy Moneymakers is a small group coaching community. And I do that once every few months. So you go to mandymoney.com for all the details on how you can apply. All right. After this conversation you just heard, I hope all of you are inspired to go out there and get a nice big fat raise. And if you do, let me know about it. But we aren't done talking about careers yet. Okay. 
Come back this Thursday. Mandy's joining me again on the podcast, but this time for an episode of Unpopped Kernels. And we're going to be talking about recession proofing your career because And we all hear this talk about recessions and we see a lot of companies reacting to what's going on in the economy. So Mandy's going to help us all get a little more prepared for what could be coming down the line. Until then, feel free to send in any questions that you might have. Stephanie actually sent me her question via a voice message on Instagram. And just know that a voice message always gets a little boost towards the front of that question queue that I have waiting out there. Details are in the show notes, actually, for more ways that you can connect with me outside of just Instagram. But as always, I appreciate you joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.